Greet you with the whole Lord's peace. Okay. You look good this morning. So do you, Pastor. Thank you. And let, let me hear you. I want you all to remember now. Some of you remember what I said. I would not wear this suit coat again until I could what? Button the button. Uh, that's called 10 to 12 pounds lighter. So when I'm on the people in the congregation, I don't get a pass. I don't get a pass either. So you see, if I'm working mine, I expect you to work yours. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're supposed to take care of it. Is that right? We've been hearing a lot about, uh, and I want you really to pay attention to what I'm going to give you a lecture about today. We've been hearing a, a lot about, what's that young man's name, Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Hunt. And then there's another young man at the University of Kansas, a football player. And then there's another young man at the University of Missouri. And then there's some others all over the place that we've been hearing about uh, how these young men are treating these young ladies. Amen? And uh, we, we've been uh, focusing on these guys. All right? We've been focusing on these guys. Uh, the question is this morning, and I want you to stay with me, why aren't we teaching our young ladies not to deal with these dudes? Well, say that. You see, so there's something you see wrong with both parties. You see, we ain't going to excuse the guys. They'll just put them in jail and put them off. But I mean, well, why, is, why are these young girls, intelligent girls, uh, and, and I want you to get this clear. I'm glad to Mike's son. You are smarter than the guy. He just does a game better. He just playing a game. He's just a baseball player, basketball player, track, whatever athlete he is, and he does that well. Why should that be such a big thing? That's what he plays. That ain't who he is. That's right. You see? And you young ladies need to understand, wait a minute now, who am I to put myself in this position that I would deal with these type of folks? Amen to that? And so what we need to do is we need to raise our self-esteem up. Now, this is, I was just talking about them, but that's what anything... Anytime you allow somebody to treat you less than you want to be treated, then uh, you need to look at yourself why you let that person or persons in your space or in your head. Do you are you with me? There are certain things. Now, if you are a sister or a brother of a child of God, then there are certain things that ought to not enter your conscience. Isn't that right? And once you know who you are in Christ, then that should develop a self-esteem that will let you, I mean, will, will cause you not to be in certain places. Isn't that right? And if you are a young man or man, uh, why would you call yourself a child of God and injure one of God's children? Come on. There's something wrong with that, right? You see? So here's two things. If I'm a child of God, I'm not going to put myself in a place to be injured. And if I'm a child of God, I'm not going to injure anybody else. Isn't that right? Yeah. But that's got to start with who you are, uh, who you really are. Now, see, you, you ever hear these people say all the time, I got to live my truth? 
Well, I lived my truth when I was in the hood. I'm trying to live God's truth now. See, when you live God's truth, come on here. That's going to take you higher than your truth. Well, Are you with me? And so we want to talk about this today. And, you know, I use the recovery commentary a lot. And see, and, and see, some people don't know that there's more to addiction than drugs and alcohol and pornography. There's more addiction there. There's a lot of, and, and, and most people that will be honest with you, that will talk to you that's in recovery or that's battling an addiction, well, they will tell you what happened to them that brought them into that sanctuary. They'll tell you that, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I want to read, uh, we're going to read the life recovery commentary. It says, the power of our dependency is often rooted in low self-esteem. And see, so a lot of people have low self-esteem. Now, so both parties have got low self-esteem. If somebody might talk to you, both parties have got low self-esteem. The one that injured and the one that allows himself to be injured. Come on. Isn't that right? And so we need to find out and start talking to our children and teaching our children, and some of you adults in here need the information also, that that low self-esteem will cause you to get in some situations and circumstances that cost you because everything costs. Here we go. These verses reveal an exciting fact. Each of us is an amazing creature. Each, each of us are an amazing creature. I'm going to give you the scriptures so you won't just say pastor saying this. You need to know that. If you're an amazing creature, uh, uh, and I love this other word, and we'll deal with that later. Go ahead. Wonderfully complex. You're wonderfully complex. You are. Yes, you are. Some of y'all look at me and say, yes, you are, Pastor. (laughs) You ain't telling me nothing I didn't know. You should think like that. Okay? You should think like that. You should think like that. You see? Who's your father? Then start acting like that. Start thinking like that. You don't care what people say. I get caught all the time. Well, he's kind of arrogant and self-centered, whatever it is. No, I have a heavenly father. I'm a child of the royal kingdom. And I act like it and I walk like it because I believe it. And the same thing is for you, all right? So you're saying you're wonderfully complex. Wonderfully complex. Now, my wife would just say complex, but anyway, I'm wonderfully complex. All right, here we go. But let's see what wonderfully is. Emphasizing a way that inspires delight or admiration. Yes, that's who you are. Let your light shine before men and women that others might see what a child of God ought to be. Come on. All right. Something done extremely well. Great. Say this. Can't nobody do it like me. Can't nobody do it like me. What I'm, choose to, what I'm chosen to do. What I'm chosen to do. God has equipped me to do. God's equipped me to do. I am very unique. I am very unique. All right. I'm also marvelous, excellent, You're what? exceptional. You're what? Marvelous. You're what? Marvelous. You got to be able to think of those things. Walk like that. Think like that. Act like that. And it'll keep you away from these bad situations. Amen? Amen. All right. Again, each of us is an amazing creature, wonderfully complex. More than that, God is constantly thinking about us. God's thinking about me. And when he's thinking about me, he's thinking about the next step that he wants me to be and the next blessing he wants to give me. You see? Songs are good. 
But, I, you know, especially some of this Christian songs got some bad theology. You know, I'm no beggar. I'm no beggar. Huh? You see, I'm no poor pilgrim. I'm a child of God. Come on. All right? We are so precious to him that he has recorded every day of our life in a book. God is God has got, if you remember when you read Revelations, he's going to open the book up or you're going to be there. All right? We may have been taught in one way or another that we were no good. And some of you have came out of households that's done that to you. Some of you all have come out of households that people have taught you that you were no good. Some of you know what I'm talking about. That's a lie. It's a lie. I don't care if your mama said it, if your daddy said it, who said it. It's a lie. See, there are a lot of good people doing bad things because of they've been taught bad behaviors. And sometimes those bad behaviors, they've been taught by the very, few, the very people who've taught them those bad behaviors. All right? Sometimes the worst thing you want to be is like your parent. Well. All right. We began to believe this message, and now we have fallen into various destructive methods to deal with the pain. And so a lot of these young girls that are getting hooked up with these people, there is pain inside them. It's called them to do some things. And when you have pain inside you, those that will be real with me know that you will try to medicate yourself. And some, sometimes some people want to make themselves feel better about themselves by being with somebody else that's successful. And they can say, well, my, my boyfriend, he plays with this. Or my boyfriend has this. Not in this church. Because you got it. That's right. Because you got it. Isn't that right? Do you understand what I'm saying? I ain't got to walk around with somebody to feel important about myself. Come on. I ain't, ain't got to date somebody to feel important about myself. Come on here. You see, I, I feel important about myself, and therefore I get to choose who I want to walk with. Come on. Amen to that. All right? Here we go. The commentary says that when we choose to see ourselves as God sees us, much of the pain that drives our dependency will fall. When you get to looking at yourself and you see yourself as God sees yourself, a lot of that pain falls away from you. You see, quit looking and quit letting other people mirror you. Well, can I say it again? Quit letting other people mirror you. Come on. When you look in that mirror, you look in that mirror and you see yourself as God sees you. Huh? All right. Here we go. The Bible tells us in Matthew 5 and 48 to be ye therefore perfect. So that's what we're striving for, perfection. Isn't that right? We're not one of these people say nobody's perfect. No, we don't do that over in Christ's temple north. We're striving to be perfect. Why? Because the book says so. Right. The Bible, not pastor said so. The Bible says be ye perfect, even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. So I'm trying to be godlike. Say that. Godlike. We're trying to be godlike, people. And when we become godlike, we're, we're trying to be perfect. Isn't that right? And when you try to be God-like, no, ain't nothing wrong with trying to be God-like. The scripture wants us to be God-like, right? Been born again. Ain't you been born again? You, you're a new creature in Christ. Isn't that what the scripture says? Isn't that right? So you become God-like. I walk as Christ. I think as Christ. Remember that? I talk as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me. You can do great things. Jesus even said himself, we should do greater things than he. Didn't it say that in the scripture? Right. Because we God-like, right? All right. Even in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, God said, let us make mankind in our image. And what did God say, let us make man or mankind? Mankind. So that includes you ladies. 
That's right. Come on here. So you, you created in the image of who? God. All right, do you, why aren't you acting like that? All right? An image is a mental representation or likeness of any person or thing. It's called God-like. Cre you created an image of God. You're God-like. All right? Here he, we also, go. he also said, in our likeness, which is the fact or quality of being alike, resemblance. So who are you looking? Who's your, you in the street? Who's your daddy? Come on. Huh? God's my daddy. You see? I'm a Christian. It doesn't matter. In my case, it doesn't matter that I didn't know my father, never met my father. He couldn't be, he couldn't be the real father that I got. He couldn't give me what this father's given me. I'm good. The only thing, only thing I got from that brother was the last name. And then, you know, when I get to heaven, they're going to change my name. What's that song? I told Jesus, be okay to change my name. Some of y'all remember that song. Isn't that right? Y'all with me this morning? I don't want anybody walking out of this church ever again with low self-esteem. All right? You understand? You see? And I believe that. You see? And if you do have low self-esteem, there's two things, and I'm into this here. You need to get somebody to talk with. It's called counseling. You need to get some, a counselor, somebody to talk with you to find out what the problem is so you can get on your knees and tell God to move it. Come on. All right, here we go. Again, let us make mankind in our own image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. In other words, he's going to have power that everything will obey him. Come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here we go, next scripture. So God created mankind in his own so image. So we're creating whose image? God. All right, you born again? Yes. You ain't created in your mom and daddy's image. If you're born again, you're creating whose image? God. All right. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. Male and who? Female. Okay. He created them. You were equal, ladies. You were equal in the Garden of Eve. Somebody told you you weren't. You see, see, one thing about it is, look at my mouth. Now, one thing about it, ladies, all of y'all need to look at me. One thing about it is, see, a lot of people want to keep you down because they're scared of you. They're scared of what you can do and what you can accomplish. But you got to be able to walk like they walk. you got the same God they got. Right. you created in the same image they got. Then you need to step up and walk like that. Come on. You see? Quick, all right? You see? It's all right to have we too. They're doing a good thing. Well, I guess that's what they call a we too. But you need to say God too. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, see, God loved me before there was anything else created. Come on here. You see, because we are different people in here. We, we already saved. We in here saved, but we want to be able to walk the walk. You know, we want all the blessings God's given us. You see, some of you got to get out the closet. Come on, step on out there. I'm a child of God, created in his image and in his likeness. And I only let certain people in my space. God doesn't deal with Phil, does he? No, he doesn't deal with that. So I ain't going to let Phil come into my life. Are y'all with me? All right, here we go. If I sound angry, I am ang angry. Because I'm tired of seeing our beautiful sisters being abused by abusers. And everybody talking about the abusers. But what we're going to do in here, we're, our people are not going to get in that situation. Because they got the spirit of discerning. And the spirit of discerning is going to let you know you can't come in my space because you can't handle this. 
Come on here. You understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. All right. David understood this in Psalms 139, beginning with verse 13, when he wrote, that you, were created, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Before you came out of your mother's womb, you were somebody. You see, you were somebody. All right, keep going. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I praise you because I'm what? This is the scripture saying, I am what? Fearfully and, and wonderfully, wonderfully made. made. Is that pastor saying that or is that scripture saying That's that? That's scripture. Do you love God? Amen. Why don't you believe him? Let me go over here. because Do you love God? Yes. Why don't you believe him? Yes. So what are you? Wonderful. Say somebody call you crazy, you need or call you one of them names they call you. You said, no, honey, you got the wrong name. I'm wonderful. That's right. Who told you you were wonderful? God told me I was wonderful. And that's good. If I'm good enough to be wonderful to him, I'm good enough to be wonderful to you. That's and right. if you can't handle my wonderfulness, see ya. Yeah. Right? That's how it ought to be. That's male or female in here. That's right. All right, here we go. Read, please. He says, your works are wonderful. <laughs> I know that full well. All right, here we go. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. God saw you before you started breathing. He knew what you were going to look like. Come on here. All right. Y'all oh. ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me this morning. All right. All the days ordained for me, written in your book before one of them came to be. All the days. God knew I was going to be here. And he knew Kyle was going to be there. You see? And he knew that he was going to try to outdress me today. <laughs> but I had a point to make. I'll do my Christmas thing next week. That's because we're here. We have a good time. Don't we have a good time? Is there any, we don't do insecurity up in this church. We're not second-class citizens up in this church. How can you be a good child of God and be a second-class citizen? You don't wait for somebody to give you a break. You go to God, and he breaks the one that's trying to stop you from giving you the break. All right? Here we go. The message says, oh, yes, you shaped me first inside, then out. God shaped me first in my spirit, and then the outside of me. You don't know who I am. You can't possibly know I am if you're not spiritual. And that's why some of you get in trouble. Some people are just looking at the outside of you. It's the inside of you is who you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. You formed me in my mother's womb. Come on here. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. I thank God for creating me like he created me because it satisfied him. And so I ain't trying to satisfy anybody else. If it satisfied him, I'm satisfied to be who he created me to be. Is somebody with me in here? All right. Verse 14, it says, body and soul. Body I, and soul. I am marvelously what? made. Is this the scripture? I'm marvelously made. Some of you got scared, just the word scared you. This is the Bible telling you who you are. This is the, listen, when you go home, open it up, you are marvelously made. That's good stuff. All right. Look at somebody and say, I'm marvelously made. I'm marvelously, marvelously made. made. And now look back at him and say, and so are you. So are you. Amen to that. All right. 
Here we go. He goes on to say, I worship in adoration. What a creation. Mm. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. What a creation. But the other, I, I dare you to do this, because some of you, y'all you, too timid. Go home, go in the bathroom, and look at the mirror and say, Woo! <laughs> and somebody, say it real loud, and somebody now say, what's wrong? You say, a marvelously creation. Go to work, go to work tomorrow, wherever you got to work, and go in there stepping in there like I'm a soldier walking in. So what's wrong with you? I'm marvelous. Come on. Ladies, listen to me. So when you start acting like that, the world will call you names. Because they're scared of you. They're scared of you. They're scared of you. Well, be scared, because I'm here today marvelously made. That's right. Huh? That's right. Marvelously made. All right? We're going into the new year like this. 2019. We're going to 2019 like this. We're preparing ourselves. We ain't waiting for no New Year's. What they call them things? Resolution. Yeah, we, we the revolution. We the revolution. <laughs> uh, right? That's what we are, right? We already there. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I wore this. That's right. I ain't waiting for no new year. Well, I'm here now. You here now. You have arrived. Let the world know you have arrived. All right? And no matter what you what they call, remember now, when people call you names, they jealous. And that's their problem. That's right. That ain't your problem. Isn't that right? Yeah. You can go up and tell him his song, you know. I'm not much to look at, I'm nothing to see, but I got a man crazy about me. He's funny that way. <laughs> Ask me where I got that from. Some of y'all too young. Billy Holiday sung that way back in the 30s. Yeah. God's crazy about me. That's right. That's all I need. That's right. Sister Lisa, I'm good with this. I'm good. I'm good right here. You see, they can have, you know, T.D. Jakes and... And Joel Osteen, they can have them thousands of folks. Yeah. But guess what? They got big cars, big houses, and big churches, but they ain't got a bigger person. Come on here. That's right. they, ain't a, they ain't a bigger person. Y'all right. need to hear what I'm saying. Yeah, see, yeah, see all right. somebody may do something better, but they ain't no better than you as a person. All right? Here we go. Because I'm getting excited over this thing myself. And I done read it and studied it. You see, I'm, 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 preaching, to the, I'm preaching to me. You see, and sometimes I get so uh, caught up in myself, I can't understand it. Go ahead and read the rest of it. Because I'm right. I'm right. You see? I don't need no trophy. You don't need no trophy. That's right. You don't need people to vote to see who you are. Come on. You understand? The Heisman Trophy, you know, that's what, that's what they give athletes and all that. Kind. You don't need that. You had a trophy the day you were born. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? You written, when you got saved, you written in the book of life. All right, where am I at? He says in verse 15, you know exactly how I was made bit mm. by bit. God made you bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something. Took from nothing into something. Good God. 
Like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. He watched me grow from conception to birth. He knows where you came from. And he, you're more interested in back where you're at. He's got a place for you. He's got a place for you. He's got a place for you. That's right. Don't be a man pleaser. God's got a place for you. That's right. In his heart. Yes. Go ahead, please. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I ever lived. God was day. preparing me to be here. He's prepared you to be here. Amen. You're right where you're supposed to be, here. Do you love me still? Yes. Amen. Now, now turn to Psalm chapter 18. I'm going to read verse 32 and thir to 37 from the voice. The true God who encircled me with strength. God gave you what? Strength. God gave you what? Strength. God gave you what? Strength. You don't know how much strength you have when you don't have no, no other choice. You don't know how much strength you have until you don't have no other choice. That's right. I'm going to say it again. You don't know how much strength you have until you have no other choice. That's right. Ain't that right, Sister Mary? You know what I'm talking about. You, have, you don't know how much faith you have until you have no other choice. But God has already given you what you need to make it through. No matter how difficult it looks, he's already prepared you and, and gave you what you need to make it through. You don't have to beg anybody for anything. Do you understand for me? It might, I'm, yes, you don't know how much strength you have until you have no other choice. But it's there. He put it there because he knew what you was going to have to go through. That's right. So he's already given you that strength. So don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't back up. You've got the strength. God knew you was going to be in this situation, this circumstance before you were born. And he gave you and equipped you to give you everything you need to make a stand. So sometimes you don't have a choice. But to use the strength that God gave you. All right. And the scripture says, not only did he give you strength, but he made your pathway straight. And he made my pathway straight. He Sometimes made... it's very difficult and I can't see it, but it's straight. Just keep moving. There's a thing I say in track when they used to get, there's a thing that's called lactic acid builds up in you in track, especially when you run the 400 meters and your legs cramp up and you feel like you can't make it. And, and, and we just tell those guys, just keep moving, just keep moving. Stay, stay straight, just stay straight, just keep moving. You see? And sometimes you have to do that with your life. Yeah, just keep moving because you can make it. All right. He said he made me sure-footed. He made me what? Sure-footed. He made me what? Sure-footed. He made me what? Sure-footed. All right. As a deer and place me high up where I am safe. I'm safe. God's put me in a place where I'm safe. He's put you in a place where you're safe. Didn't say you wouldn't cry. Didn't wouldn't say you wouldn't feel some things, but you're safe. You're safe. All right? He teaches me to fight so I can bend my arms, so I can, so that arms can bend a bronze bow. And this is David talking, and David's talking about he's giving me enough strength that I can just bend my arms. Our bowl is faith, and our arrows are the promise of God. That's right. And sometimes when you feel like you can't fight, you just keep fighting. And you put that bowl out there and you put that faith in there and you draw that thing back and you let it go. That's life. Come on. It's life. It's life. That's how it is. It's life. You see, I got everything I need 
to fight the fight. And so do you. You see, I'm not one of these preachers that's going to tell you it's going to be all easy all the time. That's crazy. That's called heaven. That's right. You don't need no strength in heaven. You won't need no faith in heaven. You'll already be there. You need strength and faith here. All right? I have no idea what, what scripture. Which Verse one? 35. Thank you. You shielded me with your salvation. God shields me with what? Salvation. And salvation protects me from, from the senses, the five senses. And I had to get behind that. And, and salvation, the Holy Spirit reminds me, you're saved now. At the time, I didn't know that. Keep going. Supporting me with your strong right hand. God's strong right hand supports me. And it makes me strong. And it makes me strong. Are you strong this morning? Amen. Are you strong this morning? Amen. Are you strong this morning? Amen. Who makes you strong? God. All right. You taught me how to walk with care so my feet will not slip. God puts me in a place where I won't slip and slide. Remember that song, Slipping and Sliding? Hipping and Hiding? Y'all know that. Yeah, that's blues there. Some of you still living in blues. You know that. I don't slip and slide no more. You remember when you used to slip and slide? You rocking steady now, ain't you? Come on here. Yeah, that's all music. That breathe of that. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> David understood, and he said, I chased my enemies and caught them and did not stop. David said he chased his enemies and caught them and did not stop until they were destroyed. Sometimes it's those bad thoughts, those negative thoughts that get in your head. You got to get rid of those negative thoughts. Get them out of your head. That's right. Huh? Get them out of your head. Chase them things down and destroy those negative, that, those negative thoughts that's in your head. No matter who said them. Because you're a new creature in Christ. Now you got the power. Your power now in you is greater than any man, any woman has ever done to you. That's right. Period. All right. And in John chapter 14, verse 20, the Bible says. And I love this. I love this. Hold on. I, love I think I'll read this. I will realize that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me and in you. That's what it's all about this morning. That's right. It's all about, that's what it's all about this morning. That's what it's all about this morning. You see, it's all about that this morning. We've had enough? Stand up. Stand up. Get on your feet. Get on your feet. You can come up here. Take a deep breath. Play something, anything that's going to make me feel good about this prayer I'm getting ready to do here. Let me tell you all something. If I didn't believe this, I wouldn't teach it, Brother Isaac. You see, I know it works. I know God's strength and his power is stronger than cancer. Battled it three times and had three victories. I know God's power. Brother Mike, raise your hand. It's powerful than a bad heart. Heart transplant. Heart transplant and look at him standing there now. I know, it, I know God's power is more powerful than a heart attack, Brother Dave. Raise your hand up here.
Sister Marvena, I know his power. Sister Marvena was on her deathbed. They thought she wasn't going to make it through. When those, whatever those things down, look at her standing there going back, working. In. I know God's power. He's got his power. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> I know God's power will bring you out of depression, stress, anxiety. Yeah, it will. He will lead you to where you need to get to help to get to where you need to be. I know God's power. I know his power. I know God's power can take an old wretched man, sinful man, like me and this brother here. We came from the same mold. Look at us. Look at us. That's God's power. I know God's power can take a little shy little girl scared to walk into church, scared to speak. Heather, raise your hand up there. Put her on the praise team. Taught her how to pray. Teach her reading. I know God's power. Can I do it, Logan? I know God's power when he lost his wife to a disease and she passed away. Well, send somebody that will love you and take care of you. I know God's power. I know God's power. I know God's power. I've seen it work in here, so I know God's power. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come this morning and we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done in our lives. Thank you for you empowering us, strengthening us, educating us, giving us wisdom, foresight, and insight of how to live our lives. I know God. I know your power. I know your power. And I'm asking that your power reign upon this church. Holy Ghost, that you shower this church this morning, that you touch this church, that you consecrate this church, that you bless this church, that you open up the hearts of the people to receive all your blessings that you have in store for them in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth. And if you want to receive it, say, I receive all God has for me in this life and the next life in Jesus Christ's name. Amen, amen, and amen. Give God a hand clap. Yes. <laughs>